This, this, this. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Mr. Damer, hello. Larry, how we feeling, my friend? Oh, great. Great. Had an outstanding, not, right? had an outstanding day, Gordon. Went. Um, there's a recently opened Top Golf near me. Oh, look at that. That's a fun time. And so I took the wife. Mm-hmm. Low golfing. Nice. Low lunch. Well, who's better than you? Who's oh, you living come the on. dream? Oh. No, that's for my birthday. No, no, that's, that's birthday. That's birthday. If that's you birthday. did that at Top Golf, that might be a problem. You might not be asked back. Uh, but the ratings would be up. <laughs> <laughs> ratings would be up. Marshan, we really have something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> But never does. So great day, Gordon. Oh, it's right. awesome. It was a perfect weather day. Oh, right? the, the temperature was no. Nobody can complain. You know, some people don't like it too hot. Some people don't like it cold. Today, nobody was complaining. And ran into Marty Lyons. Did you really? I <laughs> ran into. I ran into Marty Lyons. So I said, "Hey, Larry." I'm turning around like, "Oh God, who knows me here?" <laughs> <laughs> they just built this place. How can anybody know me here? Hey, Gordon. Thank God I'm with my wife. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's Marty Lyon. So, you there know, you it's go. always good. We chatted, Marty chatted, you know, talking a little bit. Uh-huh. And uh, so, great day. Come back. Trying to see how the Mets are going to fare against Milwaukee. And they, they, Bassett comes back, shows some, some, you know, some of the earlier Bassett, as opposed to the last couple of outings where he struggled, mainly really against the Padres. And the Mets shot out the Brewers. So, happy about that. Uh, you know, just. Unlike Buck Showalter, I am looking at the scoreboard just a little bit, Gordon. And uh, I see that Atlanta is uh, still rolling. And I see that the Marlins and Phillies are battling. But, Gordon, I can't worry about them. No. The only team I worry about are the Mets, and they continue to play well. Yeah, and it's nice to see, as you said, Bassett, you know, especially since it's still going to be a little while before – Either you know who or Scherzer is back, so you you want he's the one guy that you you really expect in that rotation to kind of carry him and, and be that. If you're going to have a third ace, that's the guy you want it to be. So good to see him come out tonight and and shut him down. Mets get a seems like the Mets must score the most runs in the first two innings of games. It feels like yeah. every time I sit down, they're scoring a run in the first inning, scoring a run in the second inning. It always seems like they're playing with the lead. So. That's mm-hmm. uh, that leads to a fun night when you're winning games. The clip the Mets are winning at, and you're winning pretty much right off the bat. That's a fun time. It is, and it puts a lot of pressure on on your opposition, right? Because you mm-hmm. you come to bat and already you're like, God, we're we're behind already. Here we go again, and you're facing an uphill battle. So you know the Mets are doing well, and of course, I got my on the all new ESPN New York app. I got a little note about Max Scherzer, and you know who? Yes. Scherzer, who injured his left oblique, threw in the outfield before tonight's opener against Milwaukee. Says he's not ready to put a timetable when he might return to the active roster. Outstanding. That's the best thing I wanted to hear. He's supposed to throw a simulated game Thursday. No, I I don't know when I'm I'm not putting the timetable. Gordon, that's what I want to hear. That is perfect. It's perfect. And then the other guy, you know, the Mm two-time Cy Young Award winner, Mm -hmm. missed the second half of the season. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, threw 30 pitches Tuesday in a bullpen session, his fourth one. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, all right. moving in the right direction, right? All right, great. Okay, and that's all I, and that's all I want to know. And, and then and then if, if, if either of those things don't go right, you have Steve Cohen telling the Post that he's going to keep on spending if it's necessary to keep on spending. So that's what you want to hear with the trade deadline about seven weeks away. That's it. Uh no Will Ponds here. <laughs> no. And, and you know, it, it, it's, I think it's easy for him to say he'll keep spending right now because, I mean, if those two guys come back, what really do you need? Yeah, it's true. You don't need I much. I mean, may, maybe, maybe a reliever. You know, everybody mm-hmm. could use a reliever. Uh, may, maybe a, a bat off the bench, maybe. Perhaps. Uh, I mean, it doesn't really seem like you need a whole lot. Again, if those two guys come back and the offense keeps doing what it's doing, I mean, that, that's two pretty big areas that you're not going to need a whole lot. And the one thing, and, and listening to the broadcast, because I, I, I go back and forth sometimes. I listen mm-hmm. to, you know, I love Keith, uh, Gary, and Ron. Love them. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I like to hear what the opposition is saying. And so I was listening to the Milwaukee uh, mm-hmm. broadcast tonight, and they were talking about just how what's been impressive 
has been, uh, you know, the way the Mets, that they really have only one home run guy in Alonzo with 18. Mm-hmm. And everybody else, they just find a way to hit. They just, they, they, they play, they, not that they play small ball, Gordon, but this team is not reliant on the home run like a lot of other teams in Major League Baseball. So it's like, okay, they find ways to manufacture runs. They take the extra base. They do, they do the little things, you know, and um, they just tack on runs. And that's what, that's what has really been helpful to this team. And it kind of it kind of helps you, Gordon, not have a bunch of guys in the slump at the same time. You know what I mean? Because everybody's mm-hmm. just making contact. So you got a lot of you got a pretty good amount of contact hitters. And Guillaume is playing out of his mind, <laughs> defensively and offensively. He, yeah, offensively. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, I, the I can't believe him. He is. Yeah, I, I can't believe what he's been able to do. And McNeil is back, being the hitter that he was instead of a power hitter, being an average hitter. So, listen, I got no complaints with the way the Mets are right now. None. None. No. No. And, I'm, and I'm you know, while they don't, they don't, they're not reliant on the home run, they're still, you know, they're, they're, they get extra bases. You know what I mean? It's not just, mm-hmm. it's not just, uh, you know, single here, single there, single and, and score a run. I mean, they're probably still top 10 in slugging percentage. They're really good in on-base percentage. They take their walk. So, um, no, I mean, the offense has been uh, phenomenal. And, and it's almost like on cue when, when Scherzer went down, everybody's like, yeah. well, you know, the offense. And at that point, the offense wasn't really clicking Mm-mm. like it is right now. Nope. But since that point, everybody said the offense has got to pick it up. And sure as they have, they have picked it up. No question. They really have. And, uh, you know, listen, they, they continue to play well. And as I said, all they can do is what they can rely on and win, beat the people they face. And so – Nice and eventually you will face the Braves. Eventually you will and face eventually them Eventually you can handle your business there. And if you keep winning games at the clip you've been winning, they're not going to catch you. It doesn't nope. matter. You know what I mean? Like they're, <laughs> I, Have they lost a game in June? I don't think so. I don't think so. Don't but think eventually so. they will lose a game. If, they, will, if, if they, will, one, they will lose. Sometime. Yeah, they will lose at some point. And they lost uh, Albies, the, the second baseman. They put him on the 60-day DL, so he's gone. So mm-hmm. uh, now they overcame Acuna last year and won the World yes. Series. But, you know. Yes. It's another thing to keep an eye on. And I couldn't help it. Jake and I were talking before the show, and it's like they upgraded Freddie Freeman with a younger Freddie Freeman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good defensive guy, guy that mm-hmm. hits for average, guy that hits for power, a guy that Gordon wanted uh, yeah, for the Matt Yankees. Olson, yeah, absolutely. You know, but but uh, and he's he's hit well from the, for them of late, which is part of the reason why they won eleven in a row. But uh, you know, like I said, we just we we'll just keep on rolling until you know we face them, and then we'll see where we are. Yeah, when do you face them? It's fairly soon, right? I think so. Uh, let me pull up their schedule real quick while we talk. And, and I'll say this, Gordon. I've been very entertained by the Yankee game tonight. I've been going back and forth, and um, Yankees have played well. Yankees have played well. You know, we talk about what the Yankees have done and how amazing it is and all this type of stuff. I, I know that they're not leading the division and they're kind of lost because they don't really have, like, notable stars. What the Rays are able to do, is truly amazing. They have, by my count, 13 pitchers on the injured list. Mm-hmm. 13 guys on the – 13 pitchers on the injured list. And they can't score runs. They're, they're 20th in runs. They're 19th in home runs. They're 23rd in slugging. They're 23rd in OPS. And yet they're still 10 games over 500. I mean, the fact that they're able to do this with – and they don't really have stars, but, you know, some of their bigger name players not playing. Tyler Glass now has not been playing. Zanino's been hurt. Uh, the, the fact that they are still a factor is pretty, is pretty astounding considering their payroll. You know, like you would think it's amazing for them to do what they're doing, but the, all their guys are there and they just do a really good job. But, no, they've lost a ton of guys, and they're still winning games at a pretty good clip. You know, 10 games over 500, that's not – they're putting themselves in position to be in the playoffs this year again despite all the guys they have hurt. And their defense has been awful. I mean, what have they, they've, they've given up 40 unearned runs this year, Gordon. Their, their defense I, I'm not exactly – you know, I'm not paying attention to them all that regularly, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not exactly sure how they're doing. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> Right? If you're telling me the defense is terrible – their pitching is all banged up. They're not scoring runs, but there they are sitting in third place, only a game behind the Blue Jays. Yeah. Well, what's happening is their pitching has been decent, and mm-hmm. they're scoring just enough runs to get by. And the, I guess. Even tonight, the, the pitchers have kept them in. I mean, Kluber yeah. has kept, kept them in the game. And, and you have to think to yourself, and I don't know, you'd have to probably go back further and longer ago. I mean, is there a worse a worse 
organization to come up in in terms of pit- I mean it seems like they okay. just throw pitchers at the problem and it's not really about what's good for the pitchers long term because these guys either they get shipped out right away and they're never as good in the next place as they are with the Rays or they get hurt with the Rays and now they're all on the injured list so I don't know necessarily if you were if you were a, a young and up and coming player, you might have success with Tampa because they are very good at what they do. Mm-hmm. But long term success, so that you actually get paid, eh, there's not a great track record there. At least not by Tampa. No, wow, well, no, <laughs> you're, you're definitely paid, not going to get paid by, by Tampa. But yeah, <laughs> even getting paid by anybody. Yeah, it's true. The Mets will not meet Atlanta for another three weeks. They face oh, okay. them on time. the 11th. 12th and the 13th of July in Atlanta. And then, um, you know, on, and they also faced the Cubs on that se- during that series, during that tra- uh, road time. Trip as okay. Well. Mm-hmm. And that takes us up to the first half of, uh, of the baseball season. And then as we quickly look to the second half, as <laughs> Clay Holmes continues to let Aroldis Chapman know that he will not be the closer when he returns. Uh, there's no way. It's not even a conversation. That's how, I, He gave up a run on opening day, Larry. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> opening that's day. It. We're talking about the Braves have not lost the game in June. He gave up a run on opening day, Larry. Mm-hmm. Now, I know it's only one inning, but that just shows you how lights out he's been. And he's everybody's been talking about Nestor Cortez starting the All-Star game. Very good chance that Clay Holmes should be closing the All-Star game if the American League has. I mean, it's unbelievable what this guy has become. And again, this is not some top prospect. This is not some nope. guy that you, you signed to big money. It was one of those deals that when they made it with the Pirates, you're like, eh, all right, there's another middle reliever, and this guy is as dominant a closer as there is in the sport right now. What did I say about Cashman last night? It's a, it, he does a, a masterful job of the, the, the relief core that the Yankees put. Again, we brought it up, I think, Latin, was it last night, two nights ago, whenever it was, about you know to lose Chapman, your closer, to lose Green, to lose Lewisica, to lose Britton last year, and to not miss a beat, and no. to be performing – you would say that unit is performing better than ever. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It is. It is. Shout out tonight for the Yankees. They win 2 nothing. Another win against the Rays. That, that's what it is. Oh, by the way, uh, August 4th through 7th, five-game series with Atlanta at City Field. Yeah, I'd like to uh, maybe get one of those series a little bit before the trade deadline, but <laughs> I guess you can't you can't draw it up the you way know, you want. We got one but, before right. in Atlanta, and then yep. five coming out. So you know that's 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 all we can do. That's all we can do. But but that's going to be fun. So once again, Gordon, a great night for both local baseball teams. Continue to stay in first place. Continue to be exciting time for New York. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm enjoying it. You know what? And I brought up last night about how the Yankees are playing so well, nobody is criticizing either Aaron Boone or um, Brian Cashman. Mm-hmm. Someone actually brought up to me today, there's another, uh, another thing that the Yankees are playing so well mm-hmm. that even Rick and Dave in the morning are complimenting the Yankees. So that tells wow. you that they have really hit a, 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 a stretch of games here. I mean, they have hit a level that is unheard of. To well, be getting clearly. compliments and, ro- and bouquets thrown at them in the mornings. That's that's impressive. Clearly, they understand and respect uh, talent and dominance, and that's what the Yankees are doing right now. They're dominating. They're dominating. They are. They're, they are they're dominating. the best. They're the best team in baseball, and they're hitting on all cylinders. And once again, no closer. When's the last time Chapman even pitched? Was that? April? <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's been a while. It's been, it's a, been while. a while. I don't know when he went on the IL, but uh, it, it was not one of those. You know, sometimes you lose a guy and you're like, oh, man, how are we going to? When he went on the IL, I was, that's fine. Take your time. Come back when you can. You'll be, we'll be okay without you. Don't worry. We'll, carry, we'll soldier on without you. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, Clay Holmes has now got that thing locked down. Locked up. Locked up. CVS now looking for uh, trying to find how to get some Advil sales back up. Now you, nobody taking medicine. No, now without, nobody. Uh, now that Chapman. Chapman's not the closer, <laughs> and and look, he's not a guy who is in the pat. You know that's the problem with him is that he's not been a guy who, when he's not in a save situation, pitches at that same yeah, level of all star. Exactly. He struggles when he's not yeah. in a save situation. So I don't know yep. that he's a guy that you can just say. Hey, you know what? We're just going to put you into the bullpen now, and you can pitch the eighth inning, and it's going to be the same thing. That's interesting. 
That that that's that that is could he be is he gonna no, I mean Holmes has been so dominant. I'm thinking could he be just a lefty guy, but Holmes is getting out lefties and righties. I don't know. Yeah. You can't, and you know you can't, what Michael King might say, me. wait a second, you can't even have the eighth thing. I got the eighth thing. That's that's yeah. my role. Exactly. And Loiza can maybe come back and say, listen, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> the seventh is mine to lose. I'll, I'll right. fight you for if it. Any, if we ever need anybody in the fifth, you're our guy. <laughs> Be ready. <laughs> 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to the phones. Sam is in San Antonio. Sam is batting first on ESPN New York tonight. What's up, Sam? Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? So I'm Brandon Nimmo today. Is that what you're telling me, Larry? Yes, you are. I'm fine with that Nimmo. because he, uh, him and McNeil, I think, are aside from DeGrom, of course. Them two actually are my favorite Mets uh, currently right now because they're just hard-nosed guys. Um I, I just can't be uh, more excited. Uh, Larry, uh, you, I'm sure you probably remember me at this point. We've been talking over the last 20 years, and majority of our conversations were always like uh, you talking me, not jumping off the ledge because of this te- because of the Mets. But um, the way I'm looking at it right now is this team, uh, Larry, I'm sure you remember, and Gordon, you're a big-time uh, baseball fan as well. The way this team is constructed and the way this team plays – reminds me of those 80s Cardinals teams that really just had uh, what uh, what was that guy's name? Jack Taylor, I believe, was their one power hitter. Jack Clark. Jack Clark. And then Pedro Guerrero came around. But everybody else was just speed, defense, move the ball around, and with good pitching. And we're doing all of this. The biggest thing is that we're doing all of this without the best pitcher since Pedro Martinez, in my opinion, and then the guy that handed the baton over to him and Max Scherzer. Uh, realistically, the only team that I am concerned about uh, legitimately is the Dodgers. Outside of them, I, I'm not afraid of the Yankees. They're doing their thing, but look, the Braves forgot how to lose all of a sudden, but it still took a 12-game winning streak for them to get to this point, and they're still five behind. The Mets are just going to continue chopping away because they have the formula that Buck brought, which is not a genius formula by any means. He is a genius, but it's playing baseball. Look at what they're doing, uh, leading the league with uh, uh, runners in scoring position batting average, leading the league with two strike hits, which is the exact opposite of what they have been the last 10, 15 years. So um, I'm sure you could tell it in my voice, Larry. I could tell, I could hear it in your voice as well that this is a great team. Um, what Brian Cashman said a little while ago, that they're in this to win championships, I think Queens is the side right now. Um, that's all I got to say. I cannot wait for DeGrom to get back. Thank you for listening once again, gentlemen. And Gordon, uh, I'm going to have to yell at you again. Have you tuned into Brockmire yet? No, I have not gotten to it. <laughs> I, have not, I have not gotten to it yet. You know, the problem Larry, is, Sam, you, they keep Larry, making you, TV you, shows. You, you know what I mean? Brother? Larry, you got to talk to your boy. Gordon, get to you it. don't know what you're missing, brother. All right. He'll get I'll to get it. to it. I'll He'll get to it. To it. On the I list. have faith in Gordon. He'll be all right. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, Listen, you know, Gordon. Sam needs an app, you know, because yeah. when I'm on these apps, they're always throwing these new shows at me, and I don't have Sam there to tell me, no, 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 you're supposed No, I, I forget. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll you'll get, you'll to get to it. it. I'll, I'll get, get to, to it eventually. No question about it. You will. I have faith in you. Roscoe's in Brooklyn. Hey, Roscoe, you're next on 98.7. Little brother, little brother's always talking about big brother. I, I love the way Met fans always got to for something – Sam, why do you have to mention the Yanks? Like, we're the best team in baseball. Please, like, leave us out of your conversation with Queens. Like, we don't really care what's going on on that side of the bridge. But right now, uh, Larry, what, like, I'm just tired of, 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 of radio hosts, not you guys, but other shows stating that and blah, blah, blah. But then again, yet again, we won another series, and we started another series with a win. Cole was perfect today. I don't have no complaints. I don't care about nothing else. We did good today. We look good, and we're still looking good. Guys, let's start giving these guys credit. The, the teams that are put in front of them, they're beating them, and there's nothing that anyone else can do. So let's stop saying, oh, but they haven't beat nobody. What We went through the Central. We went. We went through the 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 the, the American League on the other side, on the the West, the East. What else do we have to do, Larry? Nothing. Just keep winning. You have to do yeah, anything, Roscoe. Yeah. I got no problems. Uh, okay, no. 
I have no problems with Yankees. It, no, it irks me that they're still saying, well, we haven't beat anybody, but what we keep winning. We keep and they keep talking about this '98 season. Forget about the '98 season. I'm talking about the present right now. And my last, hey, Ro- my last Roscoe, point. do me a favor, Roscoe. Do me a favor. Don't pay any attention to those people who are saying that. Don't worry about just, it. Keep winning. No, Enjoy it, Roscoe. Roscoe, you've won. <laughs> you've won. You've got. You won what? Forty-five out of sixty-one games, Roscoe. Right. Yeah, Enjoy I mean, like, it. What, who cares I mean, what other people are saying? The fact that you've seen this already <laughs> once and you're getting a chance to see it again, this is like lightning striking twice in the exact same spot. You know, just and, enjoy it. And as far as Met fans talking about the Yankees, I mean, here's the bottom line. You always talk about the best. And right now, the Yankees are the best team in baseball. So when Sam was saying these are the best teams, I consider these the best teams. You know, listen, that's what it is. That's now that and understand this is this is also part of it, too. Understand now, Gordon, because the Mets are playing the way they are. I mean, they haven't played like this. Like you guys are talking 98. This is like 86 for us. Yeah. I mean, that's the. I know the Mets went to the World Series in 2015, no, but no, no, yeah, no, no. no that's not like this. Not like this. Absolutely. No, I mean, this the, is 86. The, 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 when you look at the 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 only times the Mets have won this many games through this many games played, the the only time that you'll be mentioning is is like 1986 and this year. That's how good the Mets have been. So, and and not that, you know, when you're when you're the team that everybody kind of expects to do that, like the Yankees are, and they're the they're the like the standard in terms of. You're you're supposed to go to the playoffs every single year. The Mets are not there, so the Mets, you know, number two can always talk about number one. Like Pepsi can always talk about Coke, but Coke's not going to talk about Pepsi, right? Don't so, need to. They don't exist yeah, to them, right? Exactly. So that's why you know sometimes the Met fan will be looking at what the Yankees are doing, whereas it's not really generally the the other way around. No, and and and, and I understand it. I get it. Yeah. I'm good. Elliot's in the car. He's leaving the Yankee game. What's up, Elliot? You're next on ninety eight seven. Hey Larry, how you doing? What's up, man? Elliot, what a what an atmosphere in the Bronx! It's booming, man. It's nice, good time in New York sports. We needed that, especially after the Rangers. We needed it. I just want to say one thing: what a revelation this guy Clay Holmes is. This huh. guy, I don't know where the hell he came from, but when Britain went down, Chad Green went down, Chapman went down. This guy's got a sub one ERA, a sub one WHIP. The hell with Chaplin. Let's just cut him loose, get that 15 mil off our books, and maybe we can trip him to an L.A. or one of these contenders and get something for him because I'm sick and tired of see, watching in October to see this guy give up a game-winning home run to Altuve. Or, uh, I have so much more confidence in Clay Holmes, and I think now's the time if you could cut Chapman loose, get that money off the books. And uh, maybe we'll get some uh, capital out of him or some uh, picks or whatever, some prospects. What do you think about that? Well, I'll say this, Elliot. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, I don't know what you're going to do with Chapman when he comes back because uh, you, there's no scenario that you can find that Holmes is not your closer no, here no. going forward. There's no scenario. There's no. nothing. And, and some guys, I think, would come back and would feel like, ah, you know what, I, I just want to be part of the team and I just want to be part of this and the team is winning. And maybe Chapman will be that way. But I could see him with the, reputa- you know, the, 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 the resume that he has saying, wait a second, I'm a closer. I got hurt. My numbers weren't terrible beforehand. If I'm not going to be closing games, I want to close someplace else. So that would not shock me at all. Okay, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't worry. We'll be. Let me get on the phone. Let me let me see who's available. Let me let me talk to a couple of people. I'll get right back to you. I mean, listen. There's a bunch of teams in baseball that could use a lefty closer. Oh, absolutely. A bunch of teams that could use one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even 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 with him with his struggles, Gordon, what he has brought to the table, if he could get himself squared away, there's a bunch of teams that could use him. And so Elliot's not wrong. If if the price is right, Gordon, I, I think you have to consider it. You have oh, to absolutely! It. Yeah, absolutely. Especially getting that money off the books. That would be, uh, I'm sure, it, 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 as long as it gives them more flexibility to go out and do something else. Yeah, um, like sign judge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, you're gonna need. You're gonna need more than that. Yeah, but but listen. Every, every little, little bit helps. helps. Every, every little, little bit helps. That's it. That's yeah. it. Fifteen million towards towards uh, four hundred is not bad. <laughs> that means you only got to come up with a little three hundred plus. That's it. You're right there. 
Gordon, did you know that today was a mini camp debut for a rather large jet? <laughs> I did know that. Yep. I did know. I saw that today. Good to so, see him um, showing up and being part of things. And he's important, an important part, you'd like to think. Isn't it? So we'll talk about that at this hour as well. So we got lots to do in our second hour. Remember, midnight, conversation continues with Freddie and Fitz on 987 ESPN. But right now, the conversation continues with you on the phones. Lee is in Manhattan. Lee, you are next on 987. Gentlemen, good evening. Good evening. Lee, what's going on? Listen. Let me just say this to Larry first, and then I got to get to you, Gordon. Uh-oh. Larry, when you add Uh-oh. 1986 to 36, you get 2022. Oh, baby. That's, that's, the, that's the feeling with this Mets team. Yep, it is. Okay? No question. That's the feeling with this Mets team. Gordon... Yes. Let me just let me just say this, and this, mm-hmm. you know, this is just typical Yankee fans. Okay, <laughs> they don't want to hear any conversation where it pertains to the Mets come out of their mouths because of the Yankees are doing as well as they're doing. The problem with Yankee fans, Gordon, mm-hmm. is they're still stuck on twenty-seven, and they can't get to twenty-eight. And the Yankee fans, in my opinion, for that reason, they're miserable. Let's go Yankees. Okay? They're miserable. In New York City, you got Yankee fans, and then you got New York sports fans, okay? Right now, there's two teams in Major League Baseball that are playing ridiculous baseball. One happens to be the Yankees. One is a little bit better, yes. Let's go Yankees. No, and the other team happens to be the Atlanta Braves, okay? So the question that I call to ask you, Larry, at the end of 81 games, if the Mets were 52 and 29 or 53 and 28, whether they're in first place or second place, as a Met fan, because I know I'd feel good about it, would you consider that an achievement? <laughs> That's up. really the question that I want to ask, because you know the potential Lee. is there to make the playoffs. You Lee. know, I'd sign up, Lee. I'd sign up for that twice and five yes. times on Sunday. Yes. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I'm ecstatic. I mean, if I'm I can happy. say I'm 52 and 29 after oh, 81, if I can win between 52 and 50, 54 and 20, 54 and 27, whether I'm in first place or in second place, okay, we are relevant. See, Met fans are enjoying the moment where they are, having fun, okay, making worth watching them on a day-to-day basis, okay. Yankee fans, they're still trying to get to number 28, and they're stuck on it for so long till it's making them sick. Stuck on it for so long. It's not 2009 is not that long ago. It's not oh, 1986. 13, well, you, you do the math, okay? Every year, and every year that they won the, the World Series under, under Joe Girardi, what'd he do? He changed the number on his jersey. Well, they only okay. did it and once. He changed the number once. Said, <laughs> it wasn't like he was changing it every other year. Okay, and he's stuck on 27. They yes. can't get to 28, and right. it's bothering them. Well, look, well, Lee, okay. you brought it up. You said that, you know, as a Met fan, you're happy being relevant. As yes. a Yankee fan, you're yes. not going to be happy being relevant. You would, you want, you know, you expect. You want your number want. You want to see this team win the okay. series. That's when you go to within one game of the World Series five years ago, and you've not gotten back to that point, even though you've had an excellent well, team we every know, single we know season. The situation behind Absolutely. all of that, you know, yeah. there's a lot. There's a lot behind that, and I get that. And like I said, there's a difference between being a Yankee fan and being a New York sports fan. Okay, I don't know about that. Yeah, because you well, know why? Because how many how many callers? I mean, the Yankees are the team in this tonight, town. How many callers have I heard tonight say, "Why is it that when we have a conversation about the Yankees, you gotta put the Mets in the conversation?" I think it was one guy. I can talk about the Yankees and be a Met fan because it's New York sports. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, you can uh, you can okay. talk about it, but I mean, the Yankee fan does not is not that interested in what the Mets are doing nearly as much as the Met fan is going to be interested in what the Yankees. Well, are doing. see, again, I'm a Met fan, but I'm a New York fan. I want to okay. see both teams do good, but right. 
Okay, but you, I'm you have to admit though, you are you are the you are far rarer than you know. That's <laughs> okay, not generally what happens. So what else? Well, so what else you want me to say? Okay. Well, I think that I'm most Met fans so enjoy. They have you know Met fans. It's not uncommon for Met fans to have what's Thanks called call, elimination man. day. When yeah. the Yankees get eliminated from the playoffs, that's a win for them that day, even though their team is not playing or is not in the playoffs or has got knocked out for whatever reason. You know, Met fan. I have not heard of Yankee fans doing the similar thing. You know, I mean, I think Met fans enjoy part of a Met fan's identity is not liking the Yankees generally. Sure. So just like Yankees don't like if they notice the Mets. Right. (laughs) You're just not, you know, the Yankees are not focused. Now, look, if the Mets were making the playoffs every single season and the Yankees, you know, if the if the roles were reversed, I'm sure it would be the same thing. But it's not. So if the Mets ever got to a stage where they were making the playoffs every single year and now with Steve Cohen, who knows, maybe they will. And the Yankees fall on hard times. They sign Aaron Judge to a six hundred million dollar contract and they can't afford to put the rest of the team around them. And they they miss the playoffs uh, every single year. Well, then, yeah, I think Yankee fans will probably be more invested in, in what the Mets are doing and taking joy in their failures. Yeah, I agree with that. Of course it would. Yeah. Sam's in Rockland. What's up, Sam? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Regarding Aaron Judge, he's on pace for 65 home runs. I'm wondering what the Yankees' mindset will be if he's close to 70, which I think MLB should push towards, like, you know, the balls even more absolutely sam i brought that up on saturday absolutely bring back some of those baseballs from a couple of years ago and then we don't have to debate whether or not 62 is the real record does bonds have the real record get some of those juiced baseballs out there let judge go to town and let him hit 75 home runs and then we'll if, if it's it's not cheating if the the actual sport does it right would you take aaron judd's home run record or, you know, Yankees, like, 50-50 World Series in the playoffs. So that's, that's all I got. Well, I, I want a World Series. I mean, I'd love to see Judge do it for him for his, his sake. But, no, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, as much as of, of an Aaron Judge fan as I am, I'm primarily a Yankee fan. Richardson, Manhattan. What's up, Richard? Fellas, with the Yankees and Mets, the most amazing thing of these two teams and the seasons they're having is they both came out of nowhere. I remember in April we were complaining the Yankees didn't do anything. They left the same team that they had last year, and they became a small market team. This is totally unexpected. With the Mets, we didn't know. You know, they came off a rocky season last year, and Showalter, we didn't know what we had there. So it's been amazing. You can't really compare this Met team to 85 because that team was getting better and better, 83, 84. So it was a natural progression. I've never seen this with the Mets like this come out of nowhere, you know, just like this. Now, maybe 2015 was sort of like that. Mm-hmm. Yankees 2017. But they've, their seasons they're having are unbelievable so far. Uh, fellas, you know what I wanted to talk about? Uh, with all the talk with Judge about his contract and all, we've missed something and nobody talks about it. And, you know, me as an old-time sports guy, I find it unbelievable. When have we ever seen a six foot seven, two hundred and sixty pound center fielder? Larry, we grew up with Paul Blair and mm-hmm. Mickey Rivers and Kirk Flood mm-hmm. and guys like that. You never yeah. would have thought in a million years. You, I mean, you would think you'd see a six foot seven shortstop before you'd see a six foot seven center fielder. Mark Blanger. <laughs> yeah, he was tall, but he was thin. Right? Yeah, he wasn't exactly. six, seven. Exactly. He was maybe six three, six. Yeah, and that I was know, a big tall, thing. Tall for a shortstop. Right, Richard, well, I've been talking about it, and thanks yeah. for the phone call, my friend. Richard, we've been talking about it, and and listen on the last play of the game that we just heard Kay with the call on. He went into the alley, Gordon, to make that play. Yeah, and he did. was on his horse. You could tell yeah. he was he was moving at a good clip there. So yeah, I mean, it's he, athleticism. He, I've talked mm-hmm. about it for him yeah. to play center field to cover both. The, and this is look, this is not a small center field at Yankee Stadium. No, that's a big outfield out there. So, you know, he usually had in right field. That's that's a little bit e- of an easier time. Oh, yeah, but left easier. field and center field. No, absolutely. Those are big. And it's weird because usually big guys in baseball are not that good. You know, like yeah, Randy Johnson is the exception. It, yeah. Usually they're kind of like a 
you know, like a, a bit of a freak show kind mm, of aspect some. to it, you know? I think Dave Winfield was pretty good. Yeah, he was pretty good. Well, how big was, always he was 6'6", six, six, right? Saying. Yeah. But, six, I mean, eight, I feel like there's been a lot, you know, six, like six, 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 seven. Yeah. Doug Fisters of the world yeah. or, you know what I mean? Or yeah. even, um, I'm trying to think of the other guy. Oh, who was Dave Kingman. Guy? Dave Kingman, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Wasn't they there a guy awkward. that pitched on the Mets that was really big? I think there was oh, a guy yeah, in the Mets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like six ten or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 still in baseball too. Um, I can't think of who he is. It'll come to me. It'll come, but I know what you're saying. And they, uh, Chris Young, that was one of it, them, Chris Young, right? Yeah, Chris Young. Yeah. They normally they look awkward. Yes. Right. They look like they're they're not their body is not working <laughs> working correctly. That's what it looks like. But Judge, man, that athleticism. You, you see a big tall pitcher. You see a big tall first baseman. You don't see a big tall center fielder. No, you don't. You don't. It, it, he's done a great job. I'm just saying. And, and Gord, he's the everyday center fielder. He's not just the yeah. guy that you're putting out there now. Yeah. He's the yeah. everyday center fielder. Yeah. Much much like uh, Araldis Chapman it need not apply to his old job. I feel yeah. like uh, Aaron Hicks need not apply to his old job anymore. Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, you know what? If uh, Gallo continues to hit like this, Hicks may never play again. Yeah. <laughs> Because, because once again, Stan's not bad in in right. No, he's fine. He's not bad. He's and you got in there. You, you got to think that at some point, Gallo is going to start to hit. Yeah. Like I don't think he's going to hit you know two fifty, but he's going to hit some home runs. Mm-hmm. It would be weird if he if he's I, I don't know what he's on pace for right now, but if he hits twenty home runs this year, that would be like the the worst season he's ever had. Yeah. So you, you have to think he's going to hit twenty five, twenty six. 30 home runs. So. Sure. Um, you know what that means? Uh, Hicks will be packaged with Chapman for you to get somebody. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Say back to the phones, talking to a little baseball. Let's hear from Dennis, who's in the car. Dennis, you're next on 98.7. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, you know, as a New York sports fan, I had quite a day. I attended a, a business conference in the Barclays Center that ended with us doing a shoot-around on the actual court. Uh, I quickly went to City Field to, uh, you know, enjoy the game with my dad, who's a cop in North. We spoke about the game beforehand. We said, hey, they got to win decisively. They gotta, Chris Bass has got to come out, strike out seven, and we got to, you know, just shut this team out, win the series, and then take care of the fence. What happens? They win the first game. Chris Bass is on his game, and the Mets are there. Now, well, first thing I always do after a game, I check out what on what Twitter's saying, what, what the online Mets fans are saying, and this is a message to all the online keyboard tweeters. What are you guys watching? What team are you watching? All I see is Panic City, Panic City. Oh, the Mets are gonna are gonna go on a you know downward spiral after this. Oh, the 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 Phillies keep winning. Oh, the Braves keep winning. Who cares, bro? It's been two years since Cohen took over, and he said in the next three to five years, he expects a championship. Why not this year? Who, what team are you watching? We don't have Scherzer. We don't have the best pitcher in the entire universe in the drop. And we're still winning. We're still in first place, 41-22. and 22. That record, I, it's got to be fact-checked. I'm not sure. But come on. Get it together, Mets fans. The atmosphere at the stadium was electric. The atmosphere online is poor, terrible. That's all I got to say. All right, Dennis, thanks for the phone call. Gordon's going to take some time for Met fans to get over to, to have, you know, success. It's going to take a minute. It's going to take Larry, a minute. Larry, I, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't know who Dennis is following, but I have not seen any of that negativity from Met fans. Um, I feel like they are all in, and rightfully so. I'm not, I'm not blaming them. I mean, of course, your team goes out there, scores runs in the first two innings every single game. You're winning games at a record clip. I mean, you haven't seen a team like this win games at this kind of clip since 1986, so mm-hmm. you should be all in. I, yeah. I, I have not seen that negativity. I would just say to Dennis this. Always remember one important rule. The Internet is not real life. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Twitter That's is true. not real life. The Internet is not real life. So enjoy you know, enjoy it, and I think Met fans overall uh, are buying in. And if they're not, then that's a problem. They're missing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they're missing the good thing if they're not, if they aren't. Let's go to Jonathan in L.A. Hey, John, you're next on 98.7. Hey, how's it going, fellas? 
Hey, uh, I have a quick question. Um, so, uh, uh, Carter brought it up earlier on your guys' show. Uh, um, so, first of all, the Yankees shouldn't, I mean, I think they shouldn't really trade for anything. This team looks really perfect. They have everything. Thank God everyone is healthy and everything is going really good. But, yeah, I think Clay Holmes feels like shut up. The, I mean, close, uh, closing games after game after game. He's really good. But Chapman is going to come back. What about if we trade him? Trade him somewhere like here, to Dodgers, to the, you know, to the Dodgers. This team is dying for a closer. Kimbrough is just, I mean, this guy looks really bad pitching. Every time he pitches, he gives up runs and everything. I mean, we'll get something for him. What you guys think? Also, too, some guy called earlier at the K show talking about we should trade Judge for some prospects. I'm like, yeah, but I want to see what you guys. Sure, we'll get right on it. Thank you so much. All right. All right, Jonathan, thanks for the phone call. Well, Gordon, listen, if Gordon was the GM, he'll take calls on Chapman. If you want to call him, what are you offering? Well, look, if he he comes back and pitches well in the – you know, I don't want to upset a team that's on this record clip. Uh, You know, why would you want to change anything? I do think that if you're looking ahead to the trade deadline, the Yankees – it's very unusual to be this deep into the season and their starting five rotation has made every single start. It's true. So that's, that's a little bit one thing that you might want to think about maybe adding to uh, at some point, if you can, I would think the Phillies probably more so than anybody need a closer, right? If they're, oh, if they're going to, if they're for real and they're going to get into the playoffs, they're going to have to fix that bullpen. And yes, they if they're, are. if they're looking for a high powered arm to come in and close those games, I've got just the guy for you. And that's a win-win. That's a win for the Yankees as they move Chapman someplace else. And it's a win for the Mets if they go up against the Phillies late game. Mm -hmm. You face Chapman. You know how he does in those late-game playoff games. Give me Familia and Chapman back-to-back. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. Yeah. Bring him in. Bring him in. Artie's in Long Island. What's up, Artie? Hey, how's it going, fellas? Uh, Love the show, man. Thank you. You always let the callers get their get their piece, and I really respect that. Um, before I get on on my Mets, I'm gonna just say that the Knicks, my Knicks, we need to just keep Robinson and Sims together. I, I'm not even gonna talk about Randall; he's a mess. We, but we need to keep these two centers together for as long as we got the rights to Sims. If that means signing Robinson just because, I'll do it because we'll have the best. Uh, front court in the league for for at least three, four more years because those two guys are going to be beat and they're young. My Giants are going to surprise everybody and win the whole NFC East. I'm going to leave it at that. Now, mm. All right. the Yankees. Artie, did you I call the that. K show earlier and say that the Yankees are trade judge for prospects? I'm just checking. Oh, oh no, that's not me. You, no, you, you're okay, I just wanted, though, after I the just, Giant point, I was just wondering. That wasn't okay, me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it wasn't me, you. but you're in my brain because I was just getting to the Yankees. I mean, I feel bad for the fans because, I mean, how much they look at the front office right now for not signing Judge. I mean, if they lose Judge, it's going to be, like, historically ridiculous because that's like almost like losing the equivalent of Ruth to the Yankees' historical, you know, picture. Like, it wow, would be really bad. So I, I mean... could just imagine, like, how they, their, their stomach must be turning just anticipating what's going to happen. That's really, it's sad. I'm a Mets fan, so I don't feel why, it. But, why would their, but, but, but Artie, why would their stomach be turning when because Aaron Judge is like putting a, up an like, MVP like caliber little, season and the Yankees are winning? If they win tomorrow, the Yankees will be 30 games over 500 in mid-June. Unbelievable. Why no would their stomachs well be turning? the season is going, it's like a slow death. Why? Because you don't know what's happening. I mean, number one, they, I mean, they I, haven't I mean, lost no, the ability no. to sign him. I'm just going to say the Yankees have to be one of the most disappointing teams in the last 10, 15 years. They've had almost every year the best lineup coming into the season and have underwhelmed every season. So I'm surprised Yankee fans even opened their mouth. But my Mets were doing great. We came off the West Coast. <laughs> we're thriving. Okay. And the Yankee fans can't stand that we got the best. Nobody, we got Artie, Diaz, he's if I can speak for game. Yankee fans, Yankee fans don't care about what the Mets are doing. Did you, we don't care. The Dallas fans these days, the way the guy earlier is talking about, oh, Mets fans need to just this and that. And no, we're not the ones that are in the, in the moment. Yankee fans are in the moment because you don't know what's going to happen after this year. Our Mets, we don't we should, care we what happens year. after the, the year Mets right now. We were now. here last year. 
We, we, we don't care what year. happens after the year. The mo- I hear more Met fans talking about Judge and what's going to happen after the year than I hear Yankee fans talking yeah, we about want it. him. We want him. I mean, right. you got to <laughs> want Judge so. back. I mean, I will definitely want Judge back. Uh, there's no question. Thanks for the phone call, Artie. Yeah, we want him. <laughs> but but once idea, again. The Yankees are going to lose Aaron Judge. And they're gonna, he's not going to be able to afford him. And he's going to sign someplace. Uh, like, just sign. go through it. When was the last time? The Yankees lost a guy like Judge. The only one you can even come up with is Cano. And he's not like Judge. No. He, he was a very good player, but he's and not the like money, this. And it's not that they were outbid. It was the years that cost right. them, not Absolutely. the money. And that's right. why I said the Yankees will, I don't, unless somebody, Steve Cohen, offers like 500 or 600 million, the Yankees are not going to be outbid financially for Judge. They just aren't. The only thing, if you're a Yankee fan, here's your concern. If he asks for 10, 11 years, that okay. might be an issue. Right. That might be an issue. And, and you but know money, what? I think Yankee fans would nah. be, might be okay with that. Now, look, the, the initial, for all the criticism that Brian Cashman has ever gotten, it will pale in comparison to if Aaron Judge leaves. Oh, yeah, no question. There, there, there will never be anything like what it would be like for him. Yeah, you're right. Um, but – I don't know. I don't think that that's going to happen. I just find it very hard to believe the Yankees are going to allow the guy who's going to win the MVP, re- who represents the organization about as anyone as well as anyone has since Jeter, a homegrown guy that they build their marketing around. I mean, he is like the biggest star in the sport because he is so instantly recognizable. They're going to allow that guy to just walk out the door. <laughs> Not going to do it. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Not yeah. Do it. This is this is still the same franchise that signed A Rod. Same right. franchise, same yep. one. They're not going to let him walk out the door. Once again, years, maybe, maybe. And he, and listen, and they might put some. They might even go with the years and and put some clauses in there to protect themselves. But they're not going to let him just walk out the door. Aaron Judge. They're not letting him just walk out the door. They're not. You're going to have a lot happening. of those 99 jerseys left over, boy. You're going to have to turn those into Hogashioka 66s yeah, very quick. Flip them upside down. <laughs> <laughs> it's ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN New York. Hardesty and Damer. You know the music. It's time when we go to the ballparks. Matter of fact, tonight we'll stay in the Big Apple. We'll head to Yankee Stadium first, and then we'll take a quick trip out to Queens, to City Field, to hear from Buck Showalter. But first, we hear from the New York Yankees skipper Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone was asked about IKF and his ability to hit and play in the field as well. This is a gamer, man. I mean, he is he, hes he's just a gamer, and he made – a number of terrific plays tonight and obviously came up with with a big hit um he's just does a lot of things to help you win games and and he's he's been in the middle of us winning a lot of games whether it be a big hit a huge defensive play and and there are a couple sparklers tonight you know gordon uh he's come a long way from when he first started this season he came here as a defensive guy uh he struggled early um kind of like D.D. Gregorius' struggle when he first got here. Uh, but he settled down defensively, and he's given you some hits. So he, he's, been, he's been a pretty good acquisition to short. This is about as best as you could have hoped for, right? I mean, I don't know that he's ever going to be really a, a major factor offensively, but if he can hold it down defensively like he has after that shaky start and, and just provide you every once in a while with some offense, I think you'd sign for that. With the way everybody else is hitting, uh, you, you can afford to have someone like that in that lineup as long as he's locking it down defensively, which he has. I mean, he, he started out shaky. It felt like he was a little unsure of himself and nervous at first, which I guess is, is to be expected. New team, big city. But, uh, no, he's been about uh, he's been better than I thought he was going to be. There's no doubt. He, he's improved as the year's going on. There's no doubt about it. You know, it, it's funny. When I think of Garrett Cole, I think of a guy who's really emotional. Gordon, you see him uh, on the field. You see him animated. Uh, The last start, he was very animated (laughs) with the ball flying out of the ballpark. So Aaron Boone was asked what impressed him in the sixth inning when Cole got into trouble. Here's what the Yankee skipper had to say. Yeah, it was huge. Um, 
you know, obviously Choi's a tough match up there. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I felt like with one out there, with two outs, I might I might have gone to Wandy in that spot. But with one out there, I just wanted him to, I wanted to see him out there. And, you know, he certainly wanted it. And then, you know, wanted the match up there with the Rosarena too. So he's going to have to grind through uh, Choi. You know, he he put the ball in play up the middle and got on base, but obviously a huge pitch there to to get through the six and getting getting the Rosarena on the ground. And Gordon, that's what you want from your ace, right? You you're going to give your ace the benefit of the doubt to give him the opportunity to get in get out of trouble that he got into. Yeah, and he's had his troubles with the Rays uh, over the last few years. So to see him, you know, coming off that last start, buckle down the way he did, had some troubles in some individual spots and not a lot of wiggle room. Nice to see. That's what you want out of your race. And now it's time for Answers with Aaron. Starring Gordon Damer. All right, Gordon, here it is. This is a real easy one. Layup. Okay. Aaron Boone was asked, what was the difference with Cole tonight, assuming tonight as opposed to Minnesota? What was the difference with Cole tonight? I'm going to say he's going to say something about execution. Execution was, you know, he had the stuff last time. He just left pitches in bad spots. This time he limited the mistakes and he executed when he needed to. All right. Here's Aaron Boone. What was the difference with Cole tonight, Skipper? Command, location, um, thought he made a lot of really good pitches and stayed away from, just stayed away from the heart of plate a lot. Seemed like he didn't make a lot of mistakes. I didn't think his stuff was necessarily overwhelming like we see it a lot, uh, but I thought he executed a lot. You know, and even, even most of their hits was, you know, soft contact where, you know, they couldn't do much with it. So just a st- strong bounce back for him to, to start off a big series for us. So, Gordon, the only thing he didn't say was execution, but he right. explained it. <laughs> right. So he right said execute. Point. I got execute in there, so yeah, it's, it's close. I'm, uh, you know, right church, wrong pew, but uh, I'll no, take it. Okay. You're in the building. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's the bottom line. You're that in the is building. the bottom line. That's what they say. <laughs> so, a nice win for the Yankees as they shut out the Rays up in the Bronx. Meanwhile, in Queens, the Mets shut out the Brewers by the score of 4 nothing. And Gordon mentioned it at the top of the show. What the Mets have been able to do is score runs early in games. Opponents always seem to be behind. So Buck Showalter was asked, how did Brandon Nimmo's at-bat leadoff in the first set the tone for the Mets offense? That's been the case a lot of times. I mean, you can win the first inning not score a run. Sometimes you can win the first inning with the first hitter. And, uh, you know, it's a good pitcher with a good arm and good stuff. And, be able to take him into the 30s in the first inning, and Nim, Nim kind of led the way. But, uh, you know, that's a good point. Um, regard, sometimes regardless of the way the inning turns out with runs scored, you can win a game in the first inning with a couple of key, with a couple of bats like that. You can, and especially if the pitching is, has been as consistent as the Met pitching has been from their starters this year. Gordon, once again, it puts a lot of pressure on that on the opposition offense. And for you, it gives you the opportunity to tack on some runs. You've already got some runs. You've already, you know, playing your game. And Gordon, you can afford to do some things. A little hit and run, a little small ball action if you wanted to. It just puts a lot of pressure on your opponent when you score first. Absolutely, right? I mean, you get a run in the first inning. All of a sudden, it allows you to relax and puts the pressure on the other team. So it does seem like every single game, Mets always have a lead. I mean, by the time I turn on the Met game, they're always leading. Yeah. It's a good feeling, Gordon. Oh, of course. (laughs) I got to tell you, it's a good feeling. It really is. That's what it sounds like at both local baseball parks tonight at Yankee Stadium and in Queens. Both local teams continue to roll on. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. 